Uh-oh, Toto. It looks like there is a, a tornado coming our way, and it's about to take us to a mystical place away from this place that we're uh, currently in, which the place we're uh, I've, I'm talking about, of course, is Kansas, because uh, that's the title of the podcast uh, episode that I'm doing right now. Um, Basically, what has happened is I've been informed by my producers that um, Kansas won like a sports competition recently and thought that it would be good for the metrics if I did my podcast on that. So we're talking about Kansas today, which is, of course, super exciting. It's a state that I've never been in. The state I even most is existential dread, also Washington. Uh, but I kind of exist in both uh, congruently. Um, A little bit about Kansas right out the gate. It is the sunflower state. Its capital is Topeka, and its largest is Wichita, which is cool, I think. They also won the um the Super Bowl or something like that. Uh, I guess. Um, anyway, I think I don't know how to go forward from that because I, you know, it's not a sports ball podcast. It's a it, a variety show, is what I've been telling people. Uh, anyway, I think today now would be a good time to listen to a word from our sponsors. Taking care of your mental health is just as important as your physical health. At Columbia Wellness, we offer behavior health care for all ages. From telehealth counseling to inpatient addiction care, we offer the level of support your mind needs. Don't wait to enjoy life again. Give us a call at 360-423-0203. At Columbia Wellness, your wellness is our passion. All right, and we're back. So a few things about Kansas right out the gate is uh, Kansas is actually named after the river, which I personally grew up thinking that the river was named after Kansas, but the na- the state is named after the river, which in turn is named after the Native American population of the Kansas or the Ka. Um, they are the people of the South Wind, as far as our translations have occurred. They're also known as the people of the water. Um, and currently, Kansas is at a population of three million that includes a wide variety of people of all backgrounds and also hostile winds in ka language topeka the uh, capital actually stands for good land to grow potatoes so you got that going for you kansas um the kansas indians are actually as well a branch of are they are a uh, degiha i think i pronounced that right branch of the sioux indian tribes um and the yeah let's talk about that for a little bit because i kind of have to take a more serious uh note because it was like you know white guilt um yeah most of the uh, land was taken from them during the louisiana purchase which before that was just part of spanish territory um and then that was about 1804 or 1803 was the louisiana purchase and then from that point they got riddled with smallpox and then their population got decimated by a flood. Um, but they are, they do have one of the, uh, they do have the first um, Native American representation in, as vice president of the United States. Um, Charles Curtis actually was the vice president for Herbert Hoover, and he was half Native American, half white. And he's the one who enacted the Curtis Act of 1898, which the Curtis Act of 1898 is what began assimilation of different nomadic tribes of Native Americans, you know, 
trying to rally them as just getting everyone to agree and get along. Um, and the last full blood member of the Kansa people died. Uh, his name is William Mikoja. He actually died in 2000, so there is no more. They're not, the culture is not extinct, but the actual, I guess, pure bloodline is, which is sad. Um, yeah. But if you're interested, you can actually take secondhand language courses in the Ka language online um, at a certain college in Kansas that I didn't really get the um, name of. But we're going to bring it back to a little bit more of a happier tone. Um, some stats for Kansas, right? Because they're talking about the state right now, is they were admitted to the Union in that can't be right. I wrote 1981, but it's got to be 1881. But I thought it was also 1861. Uh, let me check out that. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I don't know why the <laughs> why I wrote January 29th, 1981. It's Kansas was uh, introduced to the Union or brought into the Union anyhow. Uh, January 29th, 1861, not 1981. That would be yeah. Let's just say 1981. <laughs> let's round up up here guys um the state of kansas covers 82,278 square miles and approximately 520 square miles of that is water thanks rivers because they're a landlocked state by like oklahoma nebraska and a few others tennessee i think maybe I really didn't care too much about learning the geography. Um, their elevation is 2,000 feet. The highest point is 4,041 feet, a mountain that I forgot to get the name of. And the lowest is 679 feet. Because again, landlocked, they don't have anywhere at sea level, which is fine, I think. Uh, Kansas was founded by when uh, the rock band Saratoga and White Clover uh, formed a rock mega group and their anthems are a home on the range and carry on my wayward son all right more history on this is that uh 1863 to 1803 um it was actually integrated uh into spanish louisiana and i don't really i think it was like coronado was like the first white dude that rolled in and he was a conquistador and i didn't really care to learn about that because learning about any sort of conquistadorial uh history depresses me a little bit um but most of the louisiana area was purchased uh by in the louisiana purchase in 1803 when tommy jefferson the known francophile went over there and suckled the toes of napoleon bonaparte and said please Please, 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 Daddy Napoleon, please give me the land. I want it so bad. What are you doing with the land? We're just going to invade it anyway. Please, 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 Daddy Napoleon, I'll suck your toes more. Um, That's, uh, that's of course, not historically verbatim. I'm uh, filling in some uh, details. Uh, which, you know, may be true, may not be true, uh, whether or not Tommy Jefferson actually spoke to Napoleon Bonaparte about it. I don't know, because he probably just sent a delegator to suckle his toes in his stead. Um, the rest was acquired during the Mexican-American War as we, you know, further pushed the Spanish and natives southward. Um, yeah. 1827, Fort Leavenworth was the first white settlement in Kansas, so that's cool. But with the Kansas-Nebraska Act and separating Nebraska and Kansas territories, Kansas actually started getting flooded with abolitionists and anti-slavery uh, members of the Union, which is cool because as I've written at the top of this page, slavery is whack. Oh. <laughs> 
actually Missouri and Arkansas sent slavery settlers into the area and yeah tried getting that as a slavery state which now we're going to talk about a little bit about John Brown who let's see here here's the chain of events is um Missouri and Arkansas sent slavery settlers down into uh, Lawrence on May 21st 1856 by Samuel J. Jones who sucks in general he was a Douglas County Sheriff and they sacked Lawrence for everything because Lawrence is a town of abolitionists and anti-slavery activists and there was one death involved and it was a pro-slaver and it was an accidental death so I can only assume because it didn't give me too many details that one of the pro-slavers shot one of his pro-slavers friends and I'm fine with that honestly um a lot of people think this started with in response to a shooting of Sam Jones for going into one of the towns as well and arresting um, pro-abolitionist people. Um, And so they shot him for being a racist POS. Um, And then he decided to go into the town with 100 people and just start burning everything down. And then the next day, Charles Sumner, uh, I think he was like the governor of Massachusetts or senator or something, he stood up on a podium and was like, listen, guys, slavery is whack. Slavery is not okay. Uh, what you guys did in Lawrence was not okay, and you guys are awful for doing that, in which the slavers responded by beating him near to death with a cane. Come May 24th and May 25th, at around like 11.52 p.m. to like 2 in the morning or something. I really don't know how long it happened. History only happens in bouts of seven-minute intervals and then what have you. But it is important to note that May 24th is my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, On this day, specifically in 1856, uh, was the Potawatomi Massacre. Um, And I wrote five deaths off to the side in really bad handwriting because there were five deaths involved in slashing and shooting responses and yeah there were five deaths involved because john brown gathered a group of abolitionists and freed african-american people and led a guerrilla tactic siege on one of their camps because john brown said and i quote the slavers were cowardly and i actually want to say this is the first instance of the use uh, of the word bogus which if anyone's watched bill and ted's excellent adventure is a fun word to say and okay so the history of the word bogus is actually in terms of counterfeit coins which then became a word applied to anything of poor quality which of course john brown called racists and slavers bogus which i think is the best definition of the word so say it with me racist people are bogus uh nothing please don't at me about that because i'll think you're racist and then i'll ask you politely to never speak to me again um anyhow uh yeah uh john brown said they were cowardly for attacking and sacking lawrence and then said that they were bogus for it as well and people john brown's allies and enemies alike both say that the potawatomi massacre was questionable at best whether it was good or bad uh i don't like to like uh you know applaud violence but hey it was on awful people so and then frederick Douglass, who is one of my favorite people in history um i actually want to write a rock opera about him at lin-manuel miranda uh you want to co-op this i think we could do a really good job he said that the Padawami massacre was a terrible remedy for a terrible malady which that dude was so cool man oh man he bought he like educated himself and bought his way out of slavery and then was one of the few men at the seneca falls convention 
description, but that's something for another day. Um, after the Civil War, free African Americans began establishing black settlements in Kansas, um, and these people were called the Exodusters, which, in my opinion, is one of the coolest names given to a group of people in general. Anyway, enough about the history of Kansas. Let's get into some state symbols, shall we? All right, so the state amphibian is the Bard Tiger Salamander, which is about six to nine inches in length, grayish with yellow stripes, and is nocturnal. It'll eat anything they catch, insects, slugs, and earthworms, and some also grow teeth to cannibalize each other. But that's, you know, it's nature, so it's uh, hard to... Uh, discuss the morals and ethics of reptiles specifically. The state bird is a western meadowlark, which is eight and a half inches icterid bird, which icterid means New World Blackbird, because they're species of blackbirds that only exist in the New World, which is, of course, the Americas. Um, And they feed mostly on bugs, but do also feed on seeds and berries, so any bug lovers out there, you don't have to worry. They're not munching all your bugs that you're trying to eat. They also do seeds and berries, which is more my, spy, my style. That and, like, you know, steak. Uh, I like steak. The western meadowlark is, has yellow underparts with a a black V on its breast. Um, I also have a black V on my breast, but it's in Sharpie. The state flower is a wild sunflower, which they grow tall and they have yellow petals and they produce sunflower seeds in the uh, center of it, which then becomes America's baseball favorite pastime snack. The state grass is the little blue stem, which I would not call the stems of this grass blue, but it is grass. The state insect is the western honeybee which if you live in you know washington which if you're listening to this on the cowlitz podcast network odds are is you uh, live in washington or anywhere that has honeybees it's it's just the honeybee it's a little little honeybee that you see collecting the pollen and the nectar and all that and just buzzing around like a little friendly little guy the state mammal is an american bison which are big cows that fight each other and have thick like hides that the native americans would use specifically in leather tanning and actually almost hunted them to extinction at one point and then so did white people and then now we have national parks and preservation efforts which is cool because i wonder if you can milk a bison uh those didn't correlate but it's always been i assume you can because they're basically just big cows i mean you can milk a yak so you probably can milk a bison whether you can get that close to one uh you tell me i'm not about to do that because i follow a rule in nature and it's Stay away from the animals that could kill you really easily. And bisons are up there <laughs> like hippopotami and bears. Uh, it always baffles me when I go to like Yellowstone or something and like people are like getting within feet of a bison. And it's like, if you get gored right here, right now, I'm not going to blame the animal one bit. And this is going up on Reddit on a NSFW tab because yeah, you want to blur that out. The state reptile is an ornate box turtle, which is about four to six inches tall and has yellow lines on a gray shell. And the state tree is a cotton cottonwood plains cottonwood and it looks just like the cottonwoods around here Anyhow, that is all the time we have today, or at least all the information that I studied in the hour and a half before I came to the studio today. We've covered all my information. 
I hope you learned something. And if you like this content, feel free to subscribe to my YouTube channel as well, The Lumber Snack, uh, where I post sketch comedy videos. I'm trying to do a weekly basis, but probably taking this next Tuesday off because I need to write more. Uh, anyhow, y'all have a charmed rest of your day, and thanks for spending however much time this is going to be with The Lumber Snack. That's me. Have a great night or day or morning.